Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. It's February the something. Is it the 17th? February the 17th. 2022. It's another Technology Podcast. Glad you could join us today. If it's your first time, welcome. Thanks for stopping by. If you're here live or if you're listening for the first time somewhere else, appreciate it. We talk about video games, movies, television. Dave, the guy that was at the sex shop, he comes up once in a while. Mm. And apparently once a year at that shop. Once a year. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas time for Dave. Walks in the store, he buys up everything. Everyone gets excited. They're making big commissions on Dave Day. National Day, uh, Dave Day. But enough about Dave. Before we get started, I have the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's been another week. Um, still dealing with my stomach problems, uh, which is okay. not the best, uh, okay. but hey, surviving, uh, went and had some ultrasounds done. Right. Yes. I saw the tweets uh, about blood work and tests, blood work, more blood work, more tests, more poking and prodding. Um, person couldn't tell me the results cause she's not a doctor. No, you said, have to wait. But she said, don't stress. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see another organism inside of you taking up lots of space. (laughs) Uh, Doctor thinks that I might have IBS, um, so, uh, which would suck ass uh, pretty bad. Um, So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Things have gotten better. So like, I'm not miserable 24 seven. So that's That's good. good. Usually only like miserable, maybe once or twice a a week. So it's not too bad. Okay. Um, Outside of that. Just been chilling, man. Getting ready for Vegas, which is going to be happening in less than two weeks. So I'm pretty mm. fucking pumped. Uh, my son is turning three years old. That's, uh, that's that's weird because it means that we're well over two years since I have last seen him. Yes. In person, anyway. Yeah, when you see him again, he's going to be like... Up to my knee. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so we got a birthday coming. My dad turns 60 next week as well. Right. Uh, yeah, outside of that, haven't really done much. Just same old, same old, same. Living the dream and dreaming to live. That's Mr. it. Mr. Black. That's it. Uh, are you blown away out your way today? Because out here, the wind is like Mach 4. No, it's not bad. Yeah, out, out here at least it's like, we don't feel it because you know how my house is, right? It's kind of oh, it's kind of down below. The, down that's true. Than everybody yeah, you got, else, right? You got so trees I'm, and shit. I'm in like a bunker. Yeah, uh, so I don't really, well, uh, we don't really feel it. Out, out here, we went we went in to do some um, groceries, grocery run, and some back to home. You know, my my second home, Home Depot. Mm. Uh, and uh, and so. We were out in in Bears Lake, which is, as you would know, a wind tunnel on a normal day. And so today it was basically stop your car door from ripping itself off the hinges. Mm. Uh, And I also was just about to leave the Costco parking lot. And I looked and a rogue shopping cart. Oh, boy. Had managed to get out of the carousel. And it was fucking rolling towards this guy's car who was sitting there probably waiting for his wife to be done in Costco. He was on his phone. You know, it's 2022. You don't you have no situational awareness. You don't know what's going on around you. And here comes this cart fucking coming at his car. And I'm thinking, is he going to notice it? Is he going to notice it? If I sit here and watch this, am I an asshole? It's like, fuck, all right, fine. So I got out of the car and I sprinted. Mm. 
As, as, as fast as I could sprint without blowing a fucking knee or a hip. Got the cart just in the nick of time. Dude didn't even see me saving his fucking car with the oh, cart. Oh, I would have let it hit, man. Zero thank yous, hit. nothing. I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Wasted, that's wasted energy. Hit. Yeah. Wasted energy. But uh, but uh, either way, yeah, I got some of that done, of course. Uh, my week was just working on, uh, working on the house. Uh, the floor is closer to level now <laughs> than it was before uh and we've got lots more floor leveling to do elsewhere in the upper in the upper floor it's just mm. uh we thought the majority of it was done which you know the really big shit was in the master but there's still a lot of floor leveling to be done elsewhere there's just no two ways around it uh just kind of the way she is and uh i'm not looking forward to it i've, I've never i'm not gonna want to see another bag of floor leveler in my entire fucking life to tell you that no. much no, uh, it's not fun work. I'm, I'm just kind of. What's really shitty, like if it, it'd be shittier, I guess. But because we're not just doing the whole floor, it's you're playing this game of of how much compound can I put on the ground, which is going to seek level. So you don't just simply stop it without damming the area up. But we don't want to spend $6,000 on fucking floor leveler and put 700 pounds of concrete on our friggin' subfloor to level the whole thing. So we're just trying to spot level, right? You know, sometimes you're dipping between joists and shit and, you know, some things are, are kind of wonky. Especially when the guys that did the floor joist don't know about fucking sighting the joist to see if it's crowning up or down and they're just fucking putting that shit in whatever direction they, they pick up off the ground. And so... We're just trying to do these areas, and sometimes it can be, you know, reasonable, seven by eight feet, maybe, uh, or or four by by eight, but you don't want to go further than that, because you, then you're just doing the whole fucking floor, and then you're committed. There is, you're, once, you're, once that shit runs, you're committed, and so trying to find this happy medium of, like, make the love of the floor level enough so that my floor doesn't fucking break, and also don't spend six grand on fucking concrete is kind of where we're at right now. Uh, our HVAC arrives tomorrow. Nice. Uh, so we'll get a start on installing that. Uh, uh, Smitty's back over this weekend. He's going to start installing pot lights and shit. Uh, we might run some uh, some of the Ethernet this weekend as well. We're approaching the point where we're we're going to be drywalling and floor leveling until I'm 90. And then after I'm 90, we'll start laying floor. That's kind of where we're at. So we're, we're approaching. And then waiting for Ikea... To, you know, get a shipment of literally fucking anything uh, so that we can eventually install cabinets, hopefully, or I'm going to be taking utensils out of fucking boxes <laughs> for a long time. So anyway, that's where we're at, which means it's time to talk about video games. Ready to oh, talk about I, video games? I pulled an Adam. Oh, I got you some did? Tech. I got some tech. Uh-oh. No, right. no, no. Pulling an Adam isn't just, isn't just, pulling an Adam isn't just buying tech. It's buying completely superfluous don't well, technically need, but I spent more because I wanted the fancy shit. Is right. that what it was? It's partially that. Okay. I could have went crazier. Like, I didn't okay. go full-blown at him. But Some I restraint. Yes. Okay. All right. So I, I, uh, I, I, I ordered a new projector for the, the theater room. It got me this, uh, got a 4K projector, full-blown HDR, full-blown Is it a JVC 4K. unit? Native. Is it LG? Sony. What is it's it? Sony. Sony. Ah, yeah. Sony. They got great yeah. ups, uh, great scaling. Oh, yeah. uh, Sony does. Yeah, so I, I didn't even, I didn't even get, I didn't even, I get went full blown natural mm. 4K. Mm. Stuck my dick in crazy. 
Mm. So that shit will be here in the next couple weeks. Wonderful. Getting the fine folks come down here, calibrate it, and fucking do all that shit. Does the screen have to change too for if you go to certain resolutions? Is there like a finer mesh that is required for? I wasn't told. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I, I know. Some I know. Use it literally on almost a white nothing. wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some people like you, yeah, use yeah, the shit on a wall, but you can. But probably, if I'm spending that, four grand on it, it's a lot more than four grand. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to spend <laughs> yeah. a lot of money on a on a fucking on, on yeah. a fucking uh, projector, put it on a white wall. Come on, bro. That ain't it. That's not. So, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 uh, they didn't say anything about it, so um, I'm assuming we're fine. And all the stuff I read up on, so I should be fine. It's a, okay. It's good. A, I, my my screen's 120 inches, so it's nothing like it's not like 150 or 135. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it works. It, this thing apparently it's is, gonna look fancy. It's gonna look fancy. So my uh, my bulb is starting to go in my current one. Oh and so, yeah. And and it's a it's still a good unit. Like it's a solid. Oh unit. sure. It's yeah, a, yeah. it's it's only ten it's 1080p, but like it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's got like 3D on it and shit, but I never use that. That but Man, nobody uh, nobody uses 3D. Nobody does. My um, TV's 3D. I've never taken the glasses out of the fucking box. Yeah, I um, I could have just changed the bulb, but I was like, you know what? This unit's like 10 years old, um, or was built 10 years ago. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Listen, I could have got like uh, I could have got one that could take like 4K feed, mm. and then you know, it's not gonna have the pixels, but it can theoretically put out a really nice image for sure. They're getting and like huge TVs now to a point where like, unless you really want to go like huge with a projector, you can spend about the same amount of money yeah. for a TV. Like LG has got this 97 inch C2 OLED coming this year. Yeah, that's crazy. That I don't even know how you get there through a door. I mean, 97 inches is taller than you. You got to cut a hole in the wall big. to bring it into the house. That's big. It's too big. I, yeah. I kind of like I want a 72 or, or 75 or a 77 of whatever I buy next. That's the size that I'm going for. The problem is they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that is chiefly the problem. Yeah. Everything else about is great. Yeah, but they cost money is my yeah. problem and lots of it. Yeah. So anyway, that's exciting, I, though. Dro- dropped the bag. We're going to get we're going to see we're going to see what it looks like. Apparently, he said he said, bro, the, the, the difference from what you have now and where you're going, you're not nine even- day. You're not even gonna. You're gonna be. You're, he said. He said you're gonna stare at. You said you're gonna stare at photos and different things for like That's the first couple hours. So are you getting? Are gonna, you getting peak audio guys to come do it? Yes, sir. That a boy. It's yes, the only sir. place. Basically, no, no. the only place in the city worth worth spending that kind of money. Yep, so <laughs> make it happen. Uh, yeah. I was trying to buy my TV from them, but they don't have LGs there for some reason. Oh. Right. They're. Just, I guess Samsung bought them out. Said so you're not allowed to have. No, 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 uh, no OLEDs for you. Fucking stick to Sony and, well, I guess Sony has OLEDs. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's video game news time. You ready to talk about video game news? There's yeah, actually sure. not much. There's actually, this is one of the weeks that, that there's technically more movie and television news Holy than geez, video game looked, news. I just looked at our second segment. Yeah. It's, it's thick. It's thick. We got some <laughs> stuff to talk about. The movies and TV from once that happened. Uh, first up, having bombed, at least bombed for the, you know, in Call of Duty terms, which means they only sold, you know, maybe 12 million copies instead of 32 million copies. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard is already being buried by Activision, as they have hastily announced in relatively specific detail the next Call of Duty, which will be a sequel to Modern Warfare 2019. 
It also comes with a brand new engine in which Warzone will also be updated to so that they're complete they're running at the same the same shit this time. They're not gonna get spaghetti coded Warzone like we had in the past, apparently. They're gonna rebuild that from the ground up using this engine. Uh, and the project is being headed, of course, by the premier Call of Duty developer. I, at least I consider them to be the premier. I'm sure other people, uh, maybe are on, uh, Sledgehammer or, or, or one of the others, but, uh, Infinity Ward, uh, the, the Modern Warfare gang, uh, are gonna be on this. Uh, this is, I've seen Jeff Gerstmann on Twitter mentioning that this is probably the earliest, and he's never seen anything like this, where Activision has come out, like, within two months of the release of a Call of Duty and immediately start talking about the next Call of Duty uh, and how much that must mean that Vanguard is just hideously underperforming what their expectations were. And so now it's like, a, you know, now they got the clown car coming over like, hey guys, don't pay attention to Vanguard. Look at what we got going on over here. It's a sequel to the great smash hit Modern Warfare 2019 and we're rebuilding Warzone. You like Warzone, right? And so, yeah, it's very... Um, it's very uh, weird to see that. But at the same time, if you've seen it all how shit Vanguard has been, man, am I not surprised. Uh, that game that game was uh, rough by everyone's standards. Nobody is, is coming to bat for, for Vanguard. So there you go. Just a little bit of an oddity there. I don't have a date for when that's coming, but it's Call of Duty. So the answer is within the calendar year. Yep. <laughs> Six months tops. <laughs> six months, six months, maybe nine if we stretch it. Uh, speaking of bombed, EA talked more about why they believe Battlefield 2042 failed the Mr. Black. Now, there are a li- I mean, I'm sure people could give them a list of reasons as to why this game was really, truly terrible. Few of them are likely to be involving the fact that Halo Infinite launched. However, according to EA, Halo was a problem. Also, they blamed COVID, of course, uh, but at the same time, they didn't want to delay the game any further or recognize that even if they didn't launch next to Halo, that their game still sucked ass. (laughs) Like, even if you took Halo out of the equation, this game ain't going to be saved. And then you're going to say everything is COVID. There are a lot of really good games at this point in the COVID arc that have launched and have been great, including Halo. So what they were trying to get at there, they're just trying to deflect like crazy. Uh, We've already talked at length about the design choices being absolutely horrific uh, in 2042. I don't know why they uh, they have wanted to try and get away with telling everyone that that was the reason why it sucked. But they did. So fuck you, Halo, for making Battlefield 2042 shit. How dare you ruin 2042? That tactical toque, though, by the way. Big hit on the shop. Bro, Just selling. I've been, saying, I've been saying that game was going to fail <laughs> long before it came out. Long before it came out, this is the kind of catastrophic failure that I, I like. I didn't even th- like. I I, I could have envisioned dead. it was going to be bad, like bad. I didn't think. Oops, Dude, we might have killed record. the franchise. This is what I talked about. The, the, look at their track record. Look at their last games. 
Well, I didn't think they, they were gonna came... hire Candy Crush Bro to fucking design their game. That's a fucking left field. Uh, I mean, even if they <laughs> even if they got the last motherfuckers to to design their game, it's still gonna be bad. Their 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 biggest downfall was the fact that nobody really gives a fuck about Battlefield. Um, nobody's asking for Battlefield. Everybody does Battlefield better than Battlefield. Battlefield became irrelevant the moment Battle Royale became a thing, because that's essentially what kind of Battlefield was. And they tried to like, make this one Battle They tried Royale. to. They tried to, but yeah. they failed. And where they ultimately failed the worst was the price. They didn't make it free to play. And the game wasn't good. You combine those two things, and then you've got Halo. Yeah, Halo was a part of the problem. But it wasn't the be-all, end-all. If Halo, if Halo got uh, pushed back another six months, and this game had uh, free reign for a good solid three months... Wouldn't it have changed anything. Got, it might have got a small bump. Small. <laughs> like, we're talking... Maybe a 5% uptick uh, of the people that would have been playing Halo may have tried out Battlefield. And now, then if it was free, if it was Exactly. If it was free to play, <laughs> they might have had a 30-40% increase. Even with, with Halo being released, they probably would have got maybe up to 50% more of players to at least try their game. At, bare, at the bare minimum, try it. I think that's even being conservative. Because I would have tried it. Even if it was free to play, I could just fucking download it. Play it, say, oh, this game sucks ass, uninstall it, move on with my life. <laughs> but the fact is, it was it was a full-blown, full-price <laughs> game with no campaign. And the zero. game zero campaign. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, did this was the setup. I knew this thing was gonna fail months before the beta came out. Then when the beta came out, people were playing this shit and nobody was nobody was like jumping for joy from this game. They're like, ooh. Look at this cool tornado in the map, and it's destroying things around me. That was their gimmick, and it didn't work. It like it looked cool, but like the moment you play it, nobody was saying good things about it. Battlefield's dead. Uh, they're gonna come up with another one. This is gonna happen again. They're gonna learn from their lesson, and they're gonna make it free to play, and it, it's gonna crash and burn because people have been burned by Battlefield too many times. It was just like Halo. Halo had this chance. This was Halo's chance, and they didn't drop the ball. No, I mean, think about it again. They didn't drop the ball. Halo managed to release, miraculously, in a window of time in which its two biggest competitors had their franchise largest fails. Yep. And they kind of fucked it up. Yep. Like like Halo ran you know it ran well enough that everyone was like oh my god this game runs perfectly because they're so used to everything being broken. Yep. But now we're on the other side of of Christmas break. People have played it for a while and now everyone the honeymoon phase is over. Yeah. Uh and Halo's coming out. They talked about actually I didn't put it here but Halo talked about you know, the the boys talked about um you know, the, the connection issues and the desync and explain to people what desync is. And at the end of the day, like, I appreciate that they explained what desync is and how it happens and what it means. But the fact of the matter is, there are lots of video games in your exact genre in which people do not note. It might be there, but the trick is you don't notice it. That's the trick. Nobody gives a fuck if you can explain to us why desync happens. What people care about is that it's either not there or you're better at masking it so that they're not thinking about it and blaming it every five fucking seconds, which they have not done well and yep. continue to not do well. 
uh, and now they're now they're struggling. You look at the, you look at their player counts on Steam, which is not the be all end all because obviously that doesn't account for Xbox and then the Game Pass and all this other shit. But I want to let you know right now, oh, dip, it's dip, it's dipped hard. Yep. Uh, and even the view count for HCS is dipped hard because, again, there's connection issues like every three seconds in the HCS where games are dropping and you gotta listen to like five people on the casting desk try and carry a fucking dead air for three hours in between fucking <laughs> matches. It's just. It pains so, me to say this, but at the end of the day, I mean, this Halo, I, I look at this new Halo as a success overall. It is overall, sim- yeah. Simply because. This was a dead ass franchise. Pretty much, it was pretty much dead. You know, it, it was dead, dead. It existed, and there are fans, but the shit was not relevant for several years. They came out, they made Halo relevant again. They did a good enough job with this game that I believe that they can come out with another version or a big updated thing, and they fix can their claw stuff, it back, and they can claw it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Battlefield, yeah. it ain't no clawing. It's over. <laughs> no, and the it. sad, sad thing about all of this, and this is what this this is this is the method to the madness, is at the end of the day, Call of Duty is going to continue to, to be the number one shooter in the world, and it will stay that way indefinitely. Because the problem is games like Battlefield, games like uh, Halo. Games like uh, Titanfall or any uh, Apex. Arena shooters. Arena shooters. All these games. They don't come out fast enough. So you only get one game every several years. Call of Duty, when they do have a misstep, like the last version of Call of Duty, they're already prepping everybody for the next Call of Duty. And what they do is they go back and they play on the heartstrings of when the games was good. (laughs) <laughs> and they ha- and and the people had a good warm tingly feeling inside mm. and then they go you know what guys instead of doing this next call of duty let's just let's win the let's win the hearts over again they're not happy with this right now that's okay they know we're going to have another they've been trained over the last decade they know that another call of duty is going to be out within a calendar year and we can already promise them to go back to the thing that they loved and so they're going to have all these people come down they're going to buy their game and all they need to do is just make a competent game that has enough nostalgia and it's going to work. And that will allow them to work on the next game. Problem is, man, when Battlefield drops the ball like this and they fuck over the fans. It's another five years. It's another five years. Minimal. And this might be it for them. Like, they might come up with another game, but... Right. Yeah, look, this, like, this is bad. This is this is this is really bad. Halo this will is- claw it back. I'm pretty certain of it. I I stay. I I mentioned in a tweet, a series of tweets a few weeks back that I think that they made a mistake by launching it at Christmas time because the crew went on vacation until halfway through January, and so it meant that no no work was being done while the honeymoon phase was on. Yeah. And so they got back as the honeymoon phase was ending and now they're up against the world yelling at them instead of like getting, you know, yeah, you have to work a little extra, but at the same time, it means that you're not, you're not 
running uphill as much. Now you're running uphill. And they haven't been able to push out updates. And when they did, they're rushing for it. And they had like failed updates for Big Team Battle. Uh, the store updates have been have still been getting uh, them yelled at. Uh, and there's no new content to look forward to until May. Uh, and in a live service game, that's a fairly big a period of time. That's a long time, bro. especially, especially when, when you, your game ain't doing good. Especially yeah, when you're when your your multiplayer only has like a handful of maps. You yeah. can't go that long, and then you've got another like fucking six months for for Forge and for co-op for the campaign. At which point does anyone fucking care anymore? So anyway, or no, maybe co-op is in May. I don't know anymore. The release schedule is insane. Either way. EA yeah. blaming the wrong shit. They fucked up. Will they do another battlefield? You bet your ass they will. Will it be anytime soon? No. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Uh, uh, will they hire a mobile developer that worked on Candy Crush to do the design no. work again? No. No. Nope. No. Unless they like burning money, and maybe that's the secret. They're just they just enjoy burning money for no fucking reason at all. But uh, but you know, good for them. Either way. Uh, it sucks because you want to see competition. I'm tired of seeing Call of Duty constantly being you know, the one at the forefront because usually Call of Duty isn't even all that hot. It's just that they come out so frequently that you get like the honeymoon phase, like you were saying. Yep. It's just this it's, consistent it's honeymoon genius. phase. It's kind of genius. Imagine if COD only came out once every three or four years. Yeah, oh, I'm it not, wouldn't be I, nearly as, as... It wouldn't be nearly as big. Yeah. It just, just wouldn't. People would just be over it. Like, people... It's like uh, it's like you know. I think I made this analogy before. It's like going on vacation. You know what I'm saying? You go yeah. away on a seven yeah, day yeah. vacation. You're on day four, and you're like, man, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, you know, I'm ready to go home. And Call of Duty knows to release the game on day four or day five. You know, give them one more day, release another one. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm on vacation, baby. Let's go. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna take this time off for the weekend. I'm gonna, uh, you know, tell my boss I'm I'm sick. I can't. I'm just gonna grind it out, and it's fucking incredible for several months. You're having a good time, or at least a good enough time, until till you hate it, and then you're like, well, shit, I got this new Call of Duty coming. And Genius. so the cycle continues. Genius. Uh Nintendo, not genius, or are they? Nintendo is shutting down the 3DS and Wii U online shops, uh, which house a great number of games of various eras that are not available to purchase anywhere else. Nintendo had an FAQ up for a period of time in which they deleted parts of it after they got out on the World Wide Web and everyone was like fucking screaming at them. So there's an FAQ that went up where the, you know, uh, but they, uh, these were questions they were asking and answering themselves. Uh, and so they're going over it. So this is the one that everyone focused in on because everyone's wondering, well, if you're not going to let me continue to buy or buy these games or have these games available, uh, are, do you have plans? Are you going to put them on the switch? Are you going to put them up, you know, somewhere else to be, to be purchasable? So this was their, their answer to that. So in the FAQ, uh, this is the question here. Once it is no longer possible to purchase software in Nintendo eShop on Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS family of systems, many classic games for past platforms will cease to be available for purchase anywhere. Will you make classic games available to own in some other way? If not, then why? Doesn't Nintendo have an obligation to preserve its classic games... Get, uh, by continually making them available for purchase. This is a question they... This this was not a person that asked this. This is an a internal Nintendo set-up thing. They, they themselves posted that shit. That's some snarky shit to begin with. 
the follow-up answer to said question. Across our Nintendo Switch Online membership plans, over 130 classic games are currently available in growing libraries for various legacy systems. The games are often enhanced with new features such as online play. We think this is an effective way to make classic content easily available to a broad range of players. Within these libraries, new and long-time players can not only find games they remember or have heard about, but other fun games they might not have thought to seek out otherwise. We currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. So, basically, according to them, um, having the content available on the platforms in the first place is not an effective way to distribute said games. Uh, which is already a fucking stupid statement to make. What this really boils down to is what Nintendo have been shifting towards that I've, that I've called the, the Nintendo Vault. It's like the Disney Vault for Nintendo. Where they take all their shit off of platforms, and they've done this in the past. I think one of the best examples or one of the, uh, is, is um, Donkey Kong, I think it was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, where they pulled it off when they were going to put it on the Switch, I think it was the Switch, they pulled it off of the shop for the Wii U, entirely so you couldn't buy it anymore so that the only place you could buy it was on the switch where it cost full price instead of the lower price that it was on the wii u so they're in the business uh, as we've seen multiple times of reselling their old games at full price with almost no changes whatsoever it's the nintendo way uh and people do it because nintendo blow or the nintendo fans blow nintendo all the time. Nintendo could literally kill their dog. And they'll be like, yes, Nintendo, please. More. He deserved it. He, he deserved it. You did, you did the right thing. Thank you for killing my dog, Nintendo. It's not actually something that Nintendo has done. Just full disclosure. We did very, they're very litigious. Mr. Black. You gotta be careful around these parts. But Nintendo... Uh, certainly one for putting shit in the vault. And this is what they're saying. They're saying, look, we have this online service... We know that our online service sucks massive dick, and nobody should probably spend money on it. So we're looking for ways to make it even remotely appetizing for people to spend money on our online service. One of the solutions to this is to put a bunch of shit that doesn't need to be in a vault, and periodically bring a couple of them out that we can update our service on every month, so we can slow trickle this bitch to make it look like we're constantly updating these games, even though half of them are broken when we put them on the online uh, emulated service. Uh, and continue to have people pay for them in perpetuity. It's the new Nintendo way. And so that's basically what they're saying. So they deleted this, this question off the Q&A, by the way, after uh, it had been picked up and started circulating. Um, so whether, whether that was a, an employee internal that was just tired of even their own employer's bullshit and put that question in uh, <laughs> to stir shit up, or what, or they just didn't want to have it continuously circulating as it did, although it's the internet, and I don't know if anyone's figured this out yet, but shit doesn't tend to just go away on the internet. Uh, it's gone. And so are all those games. Very soon. Uh, the upside here, the only real upside, and it's not an upside so much as just a nicety, is that for those who have already purchased these games, they will remain, for the time being, re-downloadable. So if you have them off the system and you want to go back and download the ones you've already purchased, that will re continue to be the case uh, for the, what I think what Nintendo called the foreseeable future, which means at some random date, 
We're just going to stop that shit. Well, what they're doing right now is they're saying, hey, guys, go to the store and buy all the shit right now because it's eventually going. We don't know yep. when, but What's just FOMO, FOMO your way over there right now and buy all of the things because it's going. Nintendo knows what it's doing. Into the vault. Into the vault with you. So there you go. Um, it's a, it's just a shitty thing. Am I somebody that's like beat up about it? Because I no, because I'm not in that category. I don't play uh, games on on those platforms. But you know what? We know statistically a shitload of people are playing those games on those platforms. So uh, and continuing to buy stuff through them. So it's it is a bit shitty, but it's also Nintendo. It's not fucking shocking. Uh, life will move on. People will forget. They'll do another direct, and then the whole fucking internet will be sucking its dick all over again. You know that's what you know. How Call of Duty releases its games is how Nintendo times its directs. You'll notice that there will be horrible Nintendo news, usually something where they're suing some individual, some fucking singular person into the dirt, and then Nintendo Direct is announced. And then everyone's like, oh my god, Nintendo Direct, oh god, are we gonna finally see Breath of the Wild 2? Holy shit, is this gonna fucking happen? What about fucking Mother 4? Oh my god, Direct happens. Everyone gets over the Direct. Immediately on the other side of the Direct, more bad news. Partially mitigated by the fact that the Direct had just happened and all the positive shit is being talked about the Direct. And then another direct happens after that, and so they they just put their shitty releases on every side of the directs, and so they're making it happen. They know what they're doing. Don't buy into it, for God's sake. Uh, no Man's Sky, one of the positives in the video game world at this point. Got to mention it. Another free update. This one's called Sentinel. Fight alongside your own robot companions this time. You could already build giant mech suits to this point, but now you got robot fucking companions. Uh, battle new enemies with an overhaul combat system in which apparently they've overhauled weapons and uh, enemy AI in combat, etc., etc. So that's completely overhauled. New lore and stories, of course. New combat, like I just mentioned, and enemy behaviors. Uh, reprogram and adopt an AI drone and more. It's just another massive update. Sean then eventually came out because people keep asking, you know, how many how many more of these bad boys are coming out? How much more time is Hello Games going to spend dumping these updates into No Man's Sky? And the answer was, from Sean, uh, No Man's Sky is nowhere close to the the finished state that the team has envisioned for it. And so there's lots more apparently coming. Uh, and then, of course, now we've got to the point where people are actually just telling them, please, for the love of God, start charging money for this shit. You've got to you to charge money for this shit now, boys. It's like 14, 15 fucking updates. Just, you know, we can give you money. And they said, no, because obviously they're making money off of microtransactions in the game uh, and new sales every time a new major update comes out. Uh, and so they don't need to. And it's worked thus far. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what does what is broken does need to be fixed though. Cyberpunk 2077. No, it doesn't. It's broke. <laughs> Maybe it needs just to stay like... broken. <laughs> it doesn't need to be fixed. I mean, are they are they trying to win over people at this point? Like, is there a is there a big enough? <laughs> Who are they mass really for... fixing Cyberpunk for? Seriously, like uh, I think everybody was burned so bad. It's like uh, you know, it's like going on a on a on a date. You've been talking to this girl online. For, you know, you're playing your favorite game and you meet this chick online 
and you, you kick it off. You start spending a lot of time together. You're out there and, and maybe you're playing No Man's Sky together. You know, you, 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 you're in this vast universe. And what were the odds that you were on this planet with this person at this time? What are the odds? And you're like, oh my God, it's a girl. And I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to get the courage. And you talk (laughs) and she talks back. And you're like, oh my God, this is incredible. Not only that, she decides to build a little space house with you. And mm. you guys go into the intergalactic space worlds and you, you travel together and you fall in love and you talk about things and, and you get to know is this each just, other. Is this just the then, synopsis for free guy? And then I don't know. I've never even seen the movie, so I don't know. Oh! And th- I didn't see it. And then all of a sudden she goes, you know what? Where are you from? Well, you know, I'm from Canada. Really? I'm from Canada, too. Really? What part of Canada are you from? Oh, I'm from Vancouver. Oh, well, where are you from? I'm from. Uh, I'm 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 from Toronto. Oh, okay, that's nice. Listen, it's Valentine's Day pretty soon, <laughs> and I want to fly out to meet you. The guy goes, "Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm going to pay for your flights. Come on down. You can stay with me. I'm in my mom's basement, but it's nice. It's cozy." It's all good. She comes on down. She flies in. And you're thinking to yourself, this is the day I met my soulmate. I met my soulmate. She shows up. She ain't the pictures that she sent you. She ain't. She don't look nothing like it. All of a sudden, you're thinking to yourself, did I just get catfished? The real answer is yes, you did. But she was as nervous as you. She didn't, she, she was, she was going, oh my goodness, can this guy like me for who I am? The answer was no. <laughs> because you catfished. <laughs> Maybe if you were upfront and honest in the beginning, but there's that deceit. There's that lie. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking, what else is she lying about? You need to go back to Van City. You don't belong here. My mom doesn't want to meet you. You hurt my feelings. You broke my heart. My mom told me to tell you to go back. Justin Bieber wrote a song about this. Yes. Yes. And now she's back in Van City. My mama don't like you and she likes everyone. Exactly. And she's back in Van City. And she's working on her. She's trying to improve herself. She's thinking, man, this is just patch 1.1. I'm starting to hit the gym. You know, Where is I'm, this analogy a, going? It's, it's going coming back around the cyberpunk. All right, it's coming right? back. All right, okay, all right, I got you. I'm hitting, I'm hitting the gym. <laughs> I'm trying to look good. You know, I'm eating better. You know, I'm not lying to people anymore, or I'm trying not to. I'm doing all these things. I'm trying to become a better person so that when I fly back down to Toronto to see my Cyberman, that he's going to be blown away. I can win him over. I can get a second chance. The problem is, is you are a lie. <laughs> The damage is done, cyberpunk! (laughs) Fool me once! Shame on you! Fool me twice! Shame on me! (laughs) There ain't nothing you can do! I don't care if you looking like Kim Kardashian coming back! You broke my heart! You're a liar! It's over! You're working for nothing! (laughs) 
You can't win me over. <laughs> Cyberpunk, who are you winning over? It's over. It's done. No, but seriously, who the fuck are they fixing this game for? Nobody. The damage is done. <laughs> Everybody was in love with this game. They were on that space galactic adventure together. All of those little videos and the fucking surprises and we got this and we got that and these promises. And then when they flew in, it was nothing. It was nothing like you ordered. Nothing like you were told. And the damage is irrevocable. The, the damage is... That, is that, that, word? that word needed a patch. <laughs> The damage has been dealt. He ain't coming back from it. It's irre... irre Irreversible? Irreversible. That's the word I'm looking for. And it's irrevocable. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. This is good. I like that. Thanks. It's accurate, too. Yeah, because exactly? you got catfished. Everyone got catfished on Cyberpunk. They brought they brought Keanu Reeves on That's stage it. for that shit. Genius. The 1.5 next gen patch, which is actually what 1.0 is which, you know, should have been, is what just dropped. It does some stuff. It it has ray tracing so that your console can run the game at 30 fps. And wow. they, you know, the quality of life and they they fixed some stuff up and it's probably closer to what it should have been if the heads at CDPR listened to their employees when they said, we need to delay this game again. And they said, no, you don't. No, We're going to launch gone, it. It's gone double gold, boys. There ain't, We're launching. It's going out. Keanu said so. We already put Keanu on stage. We can't go back now. We ain't going back. So we'll there you go. It. Cyber don't worry. We'll patch it. <laughs> we'll patch it. In fact, we're going to patch it so hard that we're going to hope that everyone forgets that by this time we were supposed to have free DLC to make up for the fact that we were patching it and delaying it so heavily before. Dude, when did this game come out? What year uh, did this come out? In 2020? Just before Jesus came back. So 2019? So 2019. I don't know. Isn't it, isn't I, think it, it, I don't know when it was. It was, it was before COVID. I think it was right? 2019. So if it's 2019... It's is crazy as crazy as it sounds. This game still ain't ready. It's 2022. This game technically still ain't ready. No. And they're not. And you know they're not. They're not. You know I I don't. I don't think they're going to be putting out free updates like No Man's Sky. No, it's it's over. This game is dead. This game is dead. Dead. Super dead. Bye bye. Atlas. That's a company. They opened up a hilariously sketchy-sounding teaser website for a Soul Hackers game that I believe is a part of the Devil Summoners line of games. The countdown end, ends February 21st, for those of you who are interested in that series. Uh, and that's all I got for video game news. That's the show. February's a crazy month. I'm missing out on all these fucking releases. I haven't played a game in so fucking long. Horizon Zero Dawn is out here coming up. The reviews Elden are Ring's coming, coming in. Right? Next Elden week? Ring's coming next week. I'm going to play Shit. it. You know what? They really need to figure out these releases for the Horizon series a little better. Because before they released next to Breath of the Wild, bad choice. Now, unfortunately, next to Elden Ring. It's just... Bad choices. They got to find different months for these yeah. things. 
Uh, but, uh, but yeah, lots of games. Lots of games to play through at this point. There you go. November 2020, it came out. There you go. Okay. There you go. Sure. Could have fooled me. Did it really come uh, out in 2020? No, it didn't. Still not out. No. Uh, Patreon.com slash lag TV. Go on over there right now. I'll wait for you. Just go ahead. Do it now! Throw money at the screen. Keep the podcast going. If you can't afford to do that, that's okay. Not really, but that's okay. Head up, <laughs> go go to YouTube, hit the like button, share it, you know, leave a comment for the algorithms. All right. Tell a friend. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Go leave a review on Spotify and iTunes and all this other stuff. Um, and or support the sponsor. It's NordVPN. N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash O-T-T. Go on over there. Get like 70, I think 73% off plus a uh, plus a, a bonus month when you use the promo code O-T-T. Get up to six simultaneous devices on one account. Only one account per household needed. Unless you've got a small Filipino family. All right, then you might need two, maybe three. But good news, they are own, they, they're, it's less than the Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte. A month. It's super cheap. Shit. If you do it right, no matter how big your family is, <laughs> all you need to do is connect your router up to the VPN, and that's one connection, which means you're just kind of hacking the hack. Can then use five others for wherever, whenever, on your smartphone, your TV, your Mac, your uh, anything. I mean, they got an app basically for like every device you can think of. And you can stay safe and stay anonymous. You can watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services to click of a button. They got fast servers. You can game on them, stream and game on them at the same time. And you support the podcast, guys. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Head on over there. Get yourself the two-year subscription. Keep this train going. They're big supporters of the podcast. So go ahead and support them. Whenever you're in the market for a VPN, think technical alpha. Think OTT and go and get it. That's it. It's time for movies and TV. We got a lot to talk about this week, evidently. On the uh, the movies and TV segment. First up, Amazon's Lord of the $500 million dollars. Little bit of fire under the feet this week, mm. even though they got you know it got the 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 another trailer thing for the Super Bowl and you know lots of buzz and mostly positive, but there is a little bit of weirdness going on here uh, that uh, that uh, somebody noted in uh, in the Discord. For example, uh, Amazon's Lord, so Amazon's Lord of the Rings started to get some question marks from fans as and this is fans of Lord of the Rings of course as they have announced at least three to four original characters are going to be in this series so these are not characters that Tolkien himself were, uh, had penned who will be in the show likely intertwined with Tolkien's of char- uh, characters of course there also seems to be a good chance that they're going to be adding romantic takes for uh, Galadriel and Elrond which if Especially weird, I suppose this would be especially weird, if it's between them, given Elrond is technically her son-in-law. It'd be a little fucking weird. Uh, This seems a bit silly. This is just me in the notes. Seems a bit silly. Tolkien wrote insane lineage trees. I mean, this is a man was not short on characters and their history. Mm. The, The books on books on books on books. 
Uh, he created one of the most fleshed-out universes of all time. Adding characters and changing existing characters seems to be a bit silly for such a property. Now, Peter Jackson took some liberties uh, in the original trilogy. He took a couple uh, that get picked on a little bit. Then in The Hobbit, he took several liberties. Uh, he stole the whole fucking Statue of Liberty for The Hobbit, and, and I watched the trilogy with M over the last couple of days and reminded myself... Oh my god, the Hobbit trilogy is fucking bad. Uh, they could have made those movies two instead of three if they cut out all of the really long segments of just slow motion shots of Thorin with wind in his hair. And like soft music in the background, just Thorin just... For like 30 fucking seconds at a time. With just soft music in the background, staring blankly. Could have been an entire movie shorter. That's not to say anything else about the, the uh, those three movies, but nevertheless, I, dig- I digress. <clears throat> um, yeah, with that being said, it is most likely because they never secured rights. This is the weird thing. They never secured rights to the Silmar- uh, Silmar- I can never pronounce this fucking thing. Silmarillion, Unfinished Tales, The History of Middle-Earth, or, or, and this is a quote from them, any of those other books. Which is an odd choice to do a show based in the Second Age for Lord of the Rings and not secure the rights to the materials that cover the Second Age. Seems like it might have been a good idea if you were going to make one of these series based on the Second Age that you would secure rights to the material that would allow you to then use all of the shit to make a series based on the Second Age. Instead, they've just gone with the plain old, plain Jane uh, rights and are picking out the the slim pickings of the Second Age material from within those books to conjure up this series, which is why you are seeing them interject three to four randomly new characters, uh, as well as changing up uh, characters that already exist, because if they didn't, they wouldn't be able to explain why things are happening the way they are, because they never got the rights to those writings and books. So there you go. So this is going to be something... I'm not saying the show is going to be bad. It could probably still very well be very good. Just like some of the liberties that were taken in the original trilogy did not stop the trilogy from being, like we've mentioned on the podcast like 50 times now, the greatest fucking movie trilogy of all time. Um, However, this is particularly egregious and even perhaps beyond Peter Jackson's fuckery. So how do you feel about about them dipping in with uh, Tolkien shit? Well, I mean, this might be a hot take... But I'm just going to say it. Um, the only thing that's going to ruin the show for me mm. are the idiots I got to listen to mm. about how the show mm. isn't exactly how they want it the show to be. All right. I don't give a fuck. Oh, this is very about, specifically about I Lord actually, of the Rings fans. I give zero. Dude, this is this, this show just like. How The Witcher was. Yes. Just yep. like how Game of Thrones became. This wasn't, this isn't a love letter to just Lord of the Rings fans. This is going after a whole new demographic of people that have never gone to Middle Earth before and they want to hit them because this show will not be successful on only the fandom. It just won't. They know it. When you're spending half a billion dollars on one season this shit it ain't for the diehard fans 
that want to see perfection. They're out to make a show that is going to have to uh, appease everyday viewers while paying tribute to the ones that know what the fuck is should be going on and whatnot and having a middle ground to some degree, which really won't even be a middle ground. It's going to be like 80% going after the wider demographic so that everybody can understand it. That's why they're adding love stories so that, you know, my wife can be into it. Oh yeah. It's the, you, oh, you got to have the love it's arc. Why, it's why it's it. Listen, I, the only thing that's going to ruin it. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit that you just said. I don't give a shit about <laughs> the, the Silmarillion, unfinished tales and the history of middle earth and those other books. I haven't read any of those books. None of them. Don't give a fuck about any of them. You know what I like? I like Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, fantasy. And if you got a property like Lord of the Rings and you want to take some liberties to make some new storylines and mix in some of the great with some of the new, some of it's going to work, some of it isn't going to work. At the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck because I guarantee you, you know who's going to ruin the show? is the diehard fuck boys and fuck girls out there that need to go outside and touch grass and realize <laughs> that the fucking that that a, a 500 million dollar show is not completely dedicated to them. They need to, they just need as soon the, the sooner they accept this, the more they're going to enjoy the show. But they're going to go in there because Lord of the Rings is such a beloved franchise. Beloved so like you said, it's one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Might actually be the greatest. It's most certainly in the top three, without a doubt. Top two. All right. Who's the what's so, the other what's the Star other two? Wars, the original oh, Star okay. Wars trilogy. Oh, okay. That's I mean that that's oh, bro. It, that, Lord of the Rings crushes the original trilogy. I mean, it, it depends. It depends on it depends on who you talk to, right? <laughs> I, I, it, it's, okay. it, it's two Fair different enough. stories, and okay. they're both great in their own right. But at the end of the day. This is a new show. It's on Amazon, okay? Uh, this isn't going to be a love letter to Lord of the Rings like I think a lot of diehard fans are hoping, and I'm okay with that. Just make a good show, you know? Give me the Game of Thrones in Middle Earth, and I'm in. I'm in. Make the dialogue good. Make the action sequences good, and at a half a billion dollar budget, I'm sure we're going to get both of those to a degree. Um, I'm all for it. People are going to bitch and complain no matter what. This just that's just going to happen. I don't care about any of this stuff. I'm going in expecting this show to be great, and uh, I it it helps that I didn't read all these books and I'm not like married to a certain thing in my mind. I mean, shit. Even the the fourth Matrix, I went in expecting to be disappointed, but I also went in expecting them to change things up, you know, for the, for the greater good of the franchise to keep it going. I'm okay with that. You know, they just dropped the ball completely. I don't think these guys are going to do this. Um, this is the first season. We'll see what happens, but that's my hot take. I don't really give a shit. Just make a good show, please. That's all I'm asking. And I don't don't think they're, I don't, I don't care about somebody fucking their stepdad. I watched Game of Thrones where <laughs> siblings were fucking each other on the regular, balls deep. You know, leaving the nuts hanging out of their sister. I watched like a nine-year-old sucking the tits of the mom for fucking milk. All right? 
Everybody loved that shit. You think I give a fuck about somebody's stepdad potentially having a romantic fling in Middle Earth? Who gives a shit? I hope everybody's fucking. You know, I hope fucking elves are fucking dwarfs and dwarfs are fucking uh, orcs. And I want to see it all. Just make it compelling. Give me the music. Give me the great cinematography and the awesome action sequences, man. That's all I give a fuck about. Lord of the Orgies. Man, give it to me. Lord of the Cock Ring. Yeah. Which I believe is the is, was how Farouche all started was a cock ring. That's it. I like I. So my I, I I'm gonna watch it regardless, and I agree with you. I agree. Well, the reason why everyone's gonna get up in arms is because, and you would understand this, is that because it. Lord of the Rings is is arguably the most beloved fictional work I get of it. all time, right? I get it. At least in the Western world, <clears throat> so. It's going to kill, like you said, no matter what they did, within reason, it was going to catch heat. Just like Peter Jackson did with the original trilogy, he caught heat for it. He caught even more heat for The Hobbit, but he still caught it even in the original, even though everyone really loves it. It was like, I think it's a matter of, and and, and so where you fall on the spectrum, you're obviously in the don't fucking care about any of the category, just give me Lord of the Rings uh, themed fantasy, right? Make it good. Make it good. So... I, I'm like 80% to that camp. I'm a little bit in the other direction where I, where I, where for me, it's, it's, um, it's like they didn't even attempt to use the source material to tell the story that they're going to oh, tell. I'm and- sure they attempted, bro. They spent like, I think they spent over $200 million in just rights. I'd have to check the show. Well, if you were going, right. So if you were going to do that, right. If you were going to do that. What I'm what I'm confused about is why they got rights for the stuff that isn't pertaining to the exact era in which they are trying to write a story within Lord of the Rings. Like, why would they spend all of that money? Like, and and, and my assumption this would be my assumption. I don't know, but because the 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 part of Lord of the Rings that has already made boatloads of money is the one that that everyone goes for rights for, right? It's the Lord of the Rings books. It's the it's that specific set of books. The shit that's listed here that goes over the second age in more detail, I don't think anyone's ever touched. And I I'm trying to envision if they went to the rights holders and asked for that rights that it would somehow cost more money than the rights that they would have chased down that they got for this. Um Maybe they just want to do something different. Yeah, maybe and that's they, maybe and that's they- Maybe they and go, listen, man, we want this to be a 10-year show. We want this to go on for a decade. And what we got here is we're going to need to switch shit up. We're, we're going to have to go in a different direction. Maybe we only got enough material here for, you know, two seasons. Yeah. But we want to go, we want to do eight seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So they might have to just say, hey, so, we're going to spaghetti together our own our own thing. Put a for me, as long, uh, what I'm hoping for, because some of the some of the stuff that we list here, it's not like it's it's set in stone or known quantities yet. Is that at the very least, whatever they conjure up for characters that existed in the re- original trilogy movies and how they were seen there? Because I agree with you. I think this is more for the people that, as a body of viewers, is more the the group that that like us never. I never read the books, but I love the movies. And so if it's for that group that I hope that they don't they don't veer too far off of that path so that whatever they do here makes sense that if you go, okay, well, 
these characters that are in the original trilogy are doing this in this series, and it makes sense because we know what they did in, uh, or or how they are as characters in Peter Jackson's original trilogy that everyone has watched, like on the fucking planet that is likely going to be watching this. Um, that's all I'm hoping for. If they take, they're gonna take liberties, whatever. I do find it a bit comical that that they are creating like four characters when like it just just for the comedy of the fact that Tolkien has like a bajillion characters with insane backstories and already there like the, everything is there for the pickings and somebody at at corporate were like you know what or at creative was like you know what we can do we can match Tolkien fuck it four characters let's make some shit up and put it in his world I think that's a fucking bold move because they know that they're going to get scrutinized the hardest for the shit that they inject into the world that Tolkien created. So that's the the line they have to walk. And and for me, it's a big gamble when you're spending $500 million. But like you said, it's a gamble that balances the difference between how much fire do we take for making these liberties and how many more people can we reach that we may not have reached if we had not taken, taken said liberties. So I'm like 80% of the way to your camp of fuck it. I just hope it's a good show. Yeah. I hope that, you know, uh, that whatever the characters that are in the original trilogy are in this series do, it lines up relatively decently with the original trilogy that Peter Jackson did so that it at least has some form of continuity. And beyond that, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, all the best to them, $500 million. Don't fuck that up. You get, that's, that's a one-mistake rig right there. You don't, yep. It's got to be good on the first time around. This isn't like the $100 million first season and then the $500 million second season. They went straight to half a billion dollars. And so that's going to be a fucking home run uh, for sure. Ryan Reynolds has managed to find a reason to make Mark Ruffalo. I think it was Mark. Is it Mark Ruffalo? Or am I confusing Marks? Yeah, it's Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk, right? I'm not crazy. Yep. Uh, To be honest, he's managed to find a reason to make him his father. So he wrote, a, he wrote a movie in which he casted Mark to, uh, to be his dad. It's called The Adam Project. Mm. Uh, I watched the trailer for it. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it yet. I did. Uh, you know what? I, don't, I, I sort of get what the movie is about, but I also don't, which I think is probably what they're going for. They're trying to give you just enough of a, of a taste to understand that there's some time travel shit going on here. And that, you know, there's obviously this Adam is the center of, uh, of this and the father to some degree. Uh, it looked like another popcorn Ryan Reynolds movie to me, and that's fine. I'll watch them. I will, like, I, like, like Mr. Black will watch Dwayne the Rock Johnson in every single movie on Earth, almost by default. I will watch just about any Ryan Reynolds film by default, because it's usually entertaining at the very least. It might not be the best written thing on the Earth, although it's obviously not shit either most of the time. Uh, and he always makes me laugh at least once. And if I can watch a movie and laugh once at this point... It's a low bar, but I'm in. Uh, so there you go, Project uh, Project Adam. What else do we have here? Movie Pass. Remember that relic from way back in the before times? It's back, isn't it? It's coming. What's well, trying? So somebody grabbed the shovel and dug this bitch out the ground and said, you know what? We can totally do this. Get this shit into the lab. Let's uh, hook this bitch up. Get the lightning struck. Bring it back to life and try again. MoviePass is making another attempt at not dying as a company, this time with a with new technology that uses your camera's facial recognition capabilities, and by that I mean your phone, which is really a camera that can take phone calls, but you know what I mean when I say your camera, it's your phone's camera. 
uh, its facial recognition capabilities to ensure that you're attentively watching the advertisements that reward you with movies. If the app notices that you are looking away, it will pause the ad and wait for you to look again. That's the thing. That's the hook. You're watching your ads, and if you're not, because what they found before is obviously people were like, press play on ad, put phone down, walk away, come back, movie! Uh, and they were like, oh, we can't have that, because it's not sustainable, so we gotta make sure that they're watching that shit. Uh, and so, uh, there you have it. That's their, that's their grand plan. That's what they're hoping is gonna save the company this time. Is making sure that people watch Pop-Tart ads, uh, before they get to watch Project Adam. That's the entire, that's the entire scheme. Do you think it will work? Do you think it will stay alive for any period of time, or do you think it's dead within the year? I mean, if that's their answer, it'll be dead. But they're gonna have to do something else. I mean... I mean, Movie Pass was already hard enough to make work before COVID. You know, now now it's now we're after COVID. I mean, I don't know. Either this will make this either this will get people to go back in the theater if it's if it's such a good deal, mm. or it's just gonna die. So, uh, I'm, it I'm, does. I'm probably seventy percent. This isn't gonna work. Thirty percent, maybe. Yeah, it does. It does. As Moonhal was saying in chat, it sounds a lot like that Black Mirror episode. Do you know which one he's talking about? No, I don't. Uh, did you watch any of the Black Mirror stuff? I only watched, like, maybe the first five episodes of season one. Okay. Five or six. So there's one, there's one where it's not, like, the whole, necess- it's not necessarily the, the th- entire theme, but one of the things that, in this, this dystopian world is that people are getting social credits or credits yeah, instead of money. One. Is that what the black guy? The that black guy gives a speech. Yeah, I think Daniel Kaluuya, I think. Yeah. Is the, is, yeah, I did see this one. Yeah, so it's the one where, and you're forced to watch the ads, and if you don't, yep. then you're fucked, yeah. and everyone, yeah, so it's it's kind of that same concept. Watch the ads! So there you go, that's their answer. Uh, I think it's dead. I don't think that, I don't think that works at all without raising the money up to, you know, for people, and they dropped the price to rock bottom to the point where it tanked the company, and people still weren't buying enough of it to get in so the odds of them being able to float that because they're trying to come up with a way to force people to watch you know tide pod ads it's probably not the answer either uh i think people just are going to go to the theater and pay their money because they want to go to the fucking theater i don't think that many people are going to be looking for ways to dodge the shit otherwise they're just going to watch it at home for zero dollars if they're that interested in saving money uh dr strange multiverse of madness got an official trailer during the super bowl as well did you see that uh, that bad boy i did uh i had this in my notes looked pretty good as expected because really why wouldn't it look good at this point uh and i had this in my notes as well because i only watched the one time and it might have been the alcohol talking but did i fucking see professor x in that trailer it's possible that's what <laughs> that's what people are thinking it is and uh, that was the rumor i heard about that rumor months ago um, that, uh, this will be, this will open up a rift for the X-Men. So I, I would imagine that is Professor X. It was obviously Patrick Stewart. Who yes. Was the voice. And it seemed almost like he, he rolled into scene and you only could see like part of it. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it's 100% Patrick Stewart. And I would say 90% chance it's Professor X. And I would say there's a hundred percent chance that this is where we, we see, our first big bits of X-Men mm. and a setup for what's to come. Excellent. That'd be great. It'd be fun. Like finally for the X-Men to be part of this whole shenanigan. 
I guess is that was that like their plan for for what is this called? Fucking wave two or yeah, I don't even know what phase, phase three or phase point? nine. Yeah, yeah X Men are definitely part coming. of that phase. Yeah. yeah. Oh, coming. okay. So yeah. then that makes sense. I thought I was going crazy. I was sitting on the couch watching it. I'm watching this trailer. I I, I hear this voice. And I'm like, there's what what is Patrick Stewart doing yeah. on my television? Yeah, you never know. I mean, it could. I, I, do I think that they're going to mix with the Avengers? I don't think so. I think that you're probably going to see some of these characters on more of the Deadpool side, Blade. Um, you know, even you might even see him like with the Eternals that came. Mm. Um, you you might see the mix around that. I I'm not sure how they're going to mix with actual Avengers or if there's going to be an X Men on the team. I, I don't I don't know about that. But does we'll huge see. Jackman come back? I don't. It's possible. I mean, <laughs> it's very very it's very possible. It's very possible. Like I think we're gonna get another Wolverine. I don't. Do we get think a torch passing? Maybe then with this. Yeah. With this well, one. Well, I mean, I think I think we're gonna. I think we might see Hugh Jackman one more time as Wolverine to get mm. everybody in theaters and to pass the torch to a new Wolverine, maybe yeah. in a different universe or whatever. Old Wolverine right? passes to young Wolverine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you n- you never know. Who knows? Uh all right. What else we got here? Moon Knight, of course, also got the trailer during. I believe it was also during the Super Bowl. Lots of stuff during the Super Bowl, of course. Uh, and while it, this is just me, m- me speaking, while it didn't look awful by any means, it didn't do anything for me personally. It didn't. That trailer didn't didn't get me excited about Moon Knight. Did you? Uh, did you see that? And if you did, what did you think? I did. I did. Uh, sure, I'm gonna go see it. Am I excited for it? No. I'm not. Yeah, but just I'll go see mid- it. I'll just kind of. Maybe the trailer did it dirty, but it just kind of looked super middling. Even for Marvel properties, like it looked incredibly kind of uh, of middling. Uh, Jordan Peele also snuck in a teaser trailer for his new upcoming film called NOPE, in all caps. Which is a button that EA should have every time somebody mentions Battlefield. Looks to be a thriller film. Mr. Black, similar to some of the other stuff that he's been doing here recently in the, his last film or two. Uh, I think, and this is again me, I think you have to watch his movies by default at this point because they've all been bangers uh, thus far. Uh, looks to be coming to theaters in what they say is soon. I don't know if they have an actual date yet, uh, but in the trailer it just said soon. Whatever soon is, months, weeks, whatever. Uh, but, uh, did you catch that? And what were your thoughts on, on Jordan Peele's latest? I did catch it. I think it looks great. Um, it's different. It looks different. It's got like a horror element to it. I like how the, the title screen came down. It was very like, um, from Jordan Peele. Yeah. It was very like, um, uh, what do they call those movies? Um, like the, I think they're called like Grimehouse or like very, it's very Grindhouse um, films. Grindhouse. That's it. Yeah. Mm. It's very old school. Um, got like, it, it had an M night Shyamalan vibe to it. It was and cut then, like a Grindhouse like movie too. Like yeah. the, the editing looked like the, the looked like that. At least it looks, the trailer. It, it looks good. He's got, he's got some of the actors that um, he's done movies with in the past. Um, big fan of Jordan Peele. I mm. wasn't like, blown away by his last film as much as I was uh the first um I think it was um uh, the one, one was with, Get Out first or second I can't remember yeah it was Get Out Get Out I think was the first big one yeah. and uh I enjoyed that one a lot yeah that was the, well done. the last one you know I enjoyed it but I wasn't like it got a little weird Get uh, Out was a high bar it was, yeah. a, it was a high bar 
I think I think this one looks looks more uh more appealing. It seems like it's focused, like it's a, it, it was probably shot in in a in a, in a very locate uh, like a, it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of expedition uh or exposition um in in the in the movie. So I mm. like that. I like movies that are visual very, storytelling. Yeah, I, I I like character driven film that is just like uh almost closed in and and claustrophobic claustrophobic and th- this is just this was doing it for me and there's a lot of mystery here so you don't know it, it has so maybe something to do with aliens um I, I have no idea but uh i'm in i'm in on this one this one it does good. it does look very good and like you said different is definitely the the word i would use all of his films have been i guess i would classify all of his films as different yeah. uh he's definitely developed almost immediately a very distinct style of filming, for sure. And this one, I agree, is kind of M. Night Shyamalan, Lama Lama Ding Dong, uh, for sure. Uh, but um, I can't remember if he did it in the past, but did, did he ever like pull a fast one where the trailer sent you in one direction and then the movie itself was like actually a bit different from what the trailer was like making you think the movie was going to be? I don't remember. I, don't, I just don't remember the trailers. Yeah, it's the been, other, a, it's of been the, a long of the time. Other films, yes. Yeah, because uh, I had that thought going through my mind. Is like this looks like one of those things where I'm watching this and it's making me think one thing, and then it's going to pull the rug out from underneath me uh, when it happens. But uh, but that's a that's a theater release. It's coming up, whatever soon mm-hmm. means. Uh, and yeah, I'll be interested in in catching that one as well. Uh, more games being a series or a movie. Bioshock this time was announced. This was part of. Um, was this no it wasn't this wasn't part of that block but it got announced on its own bioshock was uh, was announced as a netflix film adaptation uh i don't know which game or if they're going to mix maybe one and two or how they're going to tackle that but uh you know what sure. bioshock art deco well written you probably can make a pretty decent film out of that, series probably makes more sense. Like most game things, I think we both agree, most of the time, series makes more sense. You know, you know, even five or six episodes, nothing crazy, tends to be a better move. But uh, but all the same, Bioshock's definitely one of the games. If you ask me what games make sense as a movie or a series, Bioshock is, is definitely one of, those, uh, one of those for sure. And then we had a really big day for Paramount Plus, where they just announced all sorts of shit. Paramount and, and their film division was just uh, all over the place and TV as well. Uh, so first up in that, we got that Halo's season two was already greenlit. That shit is done and dusted. They obviously saw enough traction on social media to go, fuck it, greenlight that shit. Let's go in for two seasons. And so before the first season's even out, they've already greenlit well, season I mean, number this, two. Th- yeah, th- th- this, is sta- this is standard uh, marketing. Mm. I mean, if the show does hor- horrible... Ain't getting a season two. I mean, it's just really that simple. They're saying this so that you know you feel like, oh, okay, I can commit. I should probably get on board because this is, you know, this is going to be they're in for the long haul. Yeah. So I I don't I don't listen to any of that fucking. That doesn't that doesn't tell me the show is good. None of that fucking shit. Um, you know, I'm going to check out the Halo shit anyway. It looks yeah yeah. We'll see. Uh, Knuckles also getting his own series in 2023, uh, for Paramount Plus going to still be voiced by, of course, Idris Elba. Uh, and then they also announced the third Sonic film. So that is now officially trilogy territory. Uh, and somebody pointed this out on, on Twitter. I never thought about it that much. 
or it never dawned on me, but they were right, is that Jim Carrey almost never comes back for a sequel to anything. If you think back about all the films that he's done, they've almost all been one-off appearances or one-off movies that didn't have sequels, with the exception being, like, Ace Ventura. Uh, and so uh, it's just interesting. Obviously, at this point in his career, he's just getting back in. He'll do he'll do something if it's even remotely good well, and come back. A lot. They're probably paying him a lot of fucking a money, lot of too, money. right? Like, yeah. You know, Jim Carrey's probably probably worth a fuck ton of money. He just uh, he doesn't even... Jim Carrey doesn't even seem like he really gives a fuck about acting anymore, to be honest. He's I mean, just I being don't know. Jim Carrey. He's just Jim Carrey now. I think yeah. he, had, he had like a phase where he was a little weird. Uh, oh, he's still know, very much in that phase. Yeah. That's a, he's uh, just back in film. Yeah, I think they're just paying... I think they're just giving him the bag for this thing. And, uh, you know, good on him. He deserves it, so... Yeah. But yeah, there you go. Trilogy now for the Sonic films... Uh, and what else was there? I think there was one more thing. Oh, and they announced that they're likely doing a fourth, it was Paramount, a fourth Star Trek movie with the cast of the previous three. So that's your Chris uh, Chris Pine and, and the accoutrement, minus the, uh, the unfortunate loss of the young man that played, uh, Chekhov because he passed away, um, uh, several, well, I guess it's been several years now. It doesn't feel like it's been several years, but it's been quite a period of time now. So I don't know if that means, I guess they're going to be recasting Chekhov. Clearly he's too main of a character not to be there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, fourth one. And you know what? Some people poo poo those Star Trek films. I love watching all of them. Uh, I, I, they're a great popcorn movie. They look good. They sound good. Uh, they get... Justin, they do a really good job of the set pieces for, you know, making things look very Star Trek, uh, in the, in, you know, the old Star Trek, but modernized. I think they did a great job with it. And, uh, and I would totally watch a fourth, a fourth Star Trek film without question. That's all I got. It's a relatively long list for movies and TV this week, but it's all, all I got. Em and I, uh, have been watching our, our, we didn't watch um, Too Hot to Handle this time around. We went with Love is Blind oh, God. Uh, this time. Uh, we watched the American version up to a point, and then we couldn't stand the people anymore, and then the, it popped up. We didn't know it was there until you... you, know, you sometimes you don't even know shit's there until you watch something, then Netflix starts recommending shit. So there's two others. There's there's a uh, too hot to ha- uh, not too hot to handle. Sorry, Love Is Blind Brazil and Love Is Blind Japan. We watched the Japanese one first. That was way more palatable because they were actually adults. Way more interesting because they weren't like fucking playing some sort of weird television character on the show. And then other end of the spectrum, the Brazilian one is just fucking wild. That that that's like the American version, but everyone's on MDMA and just wants to fuck anything that moves. Is basically the uh, the the Brazilian version. But uh, interesting show. As, uh, like it's, I do think that there's merit to talking to somebody and not seeing what they look like and discovering that you can totally fall for somebody as a person. But then you get sometimes there's a still a range that when they see them for the first time, there's like this pocket. Where you where you can't quite get over the hurdle of are they my type and if they aren't do I care you know is the is you know is the person there that I I obviously fell for is that enough to push me past the physical deal and it's it's like probably one of the most difficult things to grapple with for people is that they want to believe that 
that looks don't matter, but they always do to a degree. And it differs from person to person. And so you'll see some people that are totally okay with it and other people that are like... Yeah, they're totally they freak, okay with they're, it. But they're it might freaking be, internally. Yeah, it might be totally okay <laughs> with it for TV, but let's be real, man. The majority of these relationships aren't going to work out. And they most certainly aren't going to work out if you're not attracted to them. Looks are very, this very important. Very important, I mean, yeah. Listen, man, I, I, I could... I. I could have my soul, like, I, I, I could have, like, a person that we just get along great. I love spending time with them. But if I'm not attracted to them, there's no way I'm spending the rest of my life with them. You know, it is, a of, pe- it is a big, it's a big piece of the more, puzzle. Yeah, they're more of a friend, you know, yeah. than, than, than a lover. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you have to be, you have to be physically attracted to somebody in order to, you know, really make that shit work on the long scale. Um, because you know, uh, that, that we're human. I mean, I couldn't Every, lay down with somebody that I'm not attracted to. I just couldn't. Everyone's got, everyone's got, you know, types or what they like, uh, and, and it just changes, but it is, but it, from that, from that perspective, it is an interesting show for me insofar as that it's fun to see people, uh, you know, go that, go through that and then see each other. And you can tell almost instantly when they oh, first yeah. see each other. Oh yeah. It's like, am I screaming internally or am I actually happy to see this person? And sometimes it's hella awkward because on one side they're like over the moon, and on the other side they're like ah, just like fucking screaming inside the whole time. Uh, but yeah, that was like that's been our like our, our our shitty binge. And then like I said, we watched the uh, the Hobbit uh, trilogy and just got disappointed again. What an what an incredibly unlikable character Thorin Oakenshield is. Fuck that character is just horrible every time he's on screen i don't even want to watch anymore he's just he's just an asshole from the like the whole trilogy he's a complete fucking cocksucker and then he has like this for literally 14 to 15 seconds of redemption dies and then that's the movie and you're like why did i watch what is this is this movie for is this like why would we spend so much time on this asshole like it's technically supposed to be bilbo's thing but at the same time it's more about thorin's fucking journey and thorin's journey is asshole to asshole to asshole and then mild redemption and then death that's like his entire fucking arc like who wrote that fucking trilogy you're insane. Anyway, watch those. That's been it. Did you guys watch anything fun last week? I mean, we finished Boba Fett um and that's pretty much it. I think we're going to start Peacemaker. I might try I might start that tonight. Oh, right. Yes, uh, that's gotten great reviews by by most people. Yeah, and the the, the Suicide Squad with him in it was awesome. So mm. um still weird seeing him with hair. Yeah, it is a little weird. But uh <laughs> <laughs> so used uh, to seeing it without hair now that he's grown that shit out it's like fuck yeah uh so yeah it's pretty much all we watched we watched a movie called uh, coda um i feel like i've watched that uh it's a it's a it's about a girl that uh has got a deaf family uh you probably haven't seen it that uh, it, as soon as you said it my brain went Bleh! so i i like it uh, continue yeah. the synopsis what is so it? the a girl um high school girl born in a deaf family her brother's deaf her father's deaf her mother's deaf and she wants to become a singer um and so it's 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 a it's a journey of um you know, okay because, i haven't seen it but yeah. i've heard of it it's it's good it's 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 yeah. it's it's good it's a it's it's a it's a character story it's it's about like her family really depends on her because she's the only one that can speak and they they have 
business and stuff that's going on, but she also wants to follow her own passions and do her own thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good movie. I think I think you'd like it. I I think I know you know M would probably enjoy it too. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, so yeah, that was up for a few Oscars. So I I was like, oh, I'll check this out and uh, mm. enjoyed that. Um, and then that's pretty much it. That's all. That's all we watched. Uh, Boba Fett was was like five or a six out of ten. Um, I didn't enjoy it to be honest. Um, I thought it was a pretty mediocre show. It uh, existed to uh, to give us a few extra bonus episodes of, of the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I will say I really did enjoy the uh, the main villain, the guy, mm. the blue dude. Yep. Um, don't even know his name. Uh, I forget. I forget it at this point. I'm, uh, I'm literally the worst person with movie names and, and shit. Yeah. I really enjoyed his voice and the cosmetic work that they did with him because it, it was like it it was practical, but it almost looked CGI as well. Like it was mm. a really re- a cat cad bane. That's it. Okay. Um, I thought I thought he was great. It felt it felt very western like. I I I think that was the best character I've seen come out of Star Wars since Kylo Ren. Mm. Um, I really, really enjoyed that character a lot. Um, wish we could have seen more of him, but it is what it is. Um, I thought Boba Fett was the weakest part of the entire series outside of the stupid pack of friends that he got that drove those fucking speeder cars around that just felt just like bad acting, felt like weird theater. That's um, terrible. It shit was bad, dude. It shit yeah. was really, really bad. The Skittles um, gang. Yeah, it was bad. It was so fucking bad. Um... Mandalorian, yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. The more I think about it, it's like 5 out of 10. It's 5 out of 10. If you took the Mandalorian bonus episodes out, what is it? Two. <laughs> I wouldn't have watched it. I, I wouldn't have finished it. I, I wouldn't have finished it. It was, it was like nothing. Like, what was the point of that story? That's what like, I said last like, week. I was like, you got what? Boba Fett here. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then, and then you know, spoiler alert, guys. I don't give a fuck. Uh, and then don't watch the it end, anyway. Yeah, it's a it, towards the end. He's like, you know, they they finally get what they want, and he's like, uh, I don't know if we can do this, guys. Like, I uh, you know, I don't think we can. I don't think we can do this. It's like, dude, then what the fuck? What what the fuck was all this for anyway, dude? It's just so. It's like a whole lot of nothing happened throughout that entire thing. Um, it was it was more of it was more so a, a more character progression for the Mandalorian than it was for Boba Fett. Um, it's just bad. Anyway, that's, that's that. Um, and that's it. That's all. That's all we watched. Wonderful. Well, that means it's time for something that I totally forgot to post, which means we're going to take questions from the chat today because I forgot to post and I only thought about it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you get a freebie this week. This is, this is only the second time in the history of this podcast that I forgot to post that shit. So guess what? It's a freebie right now on the fly. We will take a couple of, uh, of questions to answer. We'll give yeah. you a moment. This is your time. This is your moment. Do you know the Muffin Man? I did once. I don't know him anymore. Don't know him anymore. Just once. Great. He changed. Well, so many questions in here. When are you going to get a flat cap, Adam? What, is, what oh. exactly is a flat cap? Flat cap, like I, I posted on Twitter the other day uh, where I uh, I said, 
I said the the uh, the the white balding male urge to just buy one of these and wear them all the time. It's a flat cap. It's like the um, you know, kind of very British flat cap. Like it's literally a flat cap. Oh, you I think I know what wearing. you're talking about. And yeah. it got a little snap button. Yeah, snap button up front. I yeah. had one of those. Uh, I, I made up. I made that joke. I was like, it's like every balding white dude fucking just uh, inevitably ends up wearing a flat cap 24 hours a day. I was I'm nowhere near wearing one. It, the joke just came into my mind, and I was like, oh, three people will find that entertaining. Posted that shit. The answer is not anytime soon. I can tell you that much. Um, what are your grade five crushes doing today? Holy shit! There's a question. Um, I have to be honest, I didn't have a crush in grade five. If I had to think, if I had to choose one, I could maybe come up with one. Uh, as for what she's doing, I think she's still here in the city, but I don't know what she's doing for work. I think she's in like, I, th- I think the last time I was always like, she was in something with fucking advertising or some shit. Uh, but nothing exciting in that uh, in that regard old girl like old girlfriends and stuff are are all mostly all still here doing various things either real estate or otherwise uh when is kai starting to play with legos mr black uh probably not anytime soon he's 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 still into like cars and more cars and <laughs> more cars too small to play much. with too yeah yeah wait, yeah, I mean, wait a little longer yeah he's just turning three so probably another year or two he might, he might start, he's got like, di- uh, kind of, he's got building blocks, but they're much bigger than little tiny Legos. Yeah. So like, he fucks with those a little bit, but he's, uh, he's turning to be in quite the artist as well. Cause Kayla's painting all the time. And so he oh, paints right. as well and draws. And so I think he's, he likes doing that. He likes cooking as well. So I, I don't know what he's going to end up really digging and digging him into you never know he could take a random fucking corner out of nowhere and it just uh, it's kids you never know they love something one day wake up the next day hate it and yep on to something else uh abs asked what our thoughts were on the emergency you know mr prime minister using the emergency act which i guess is the second time that's ever been done when the last time was ironically his father uh, that used it before him, so this is like the fucking family family meme now at this point. What do I think about it? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I gotta be fucking honest. <laughs> Just like Jeff doesn't care about the Lord of the Rings shit, I don't fucking care. My thoughts on the on the on the because it really boils down to what are your thoughts on the truck protester thing? Here's the thing: it's not a protest. Anyone that thinks it's a protest is not paying very close attention. That shit's got 15 other motives, and none of them involve anything to do with an actual... Pro- There's probably, like, 15% of the people that were involved with that thought that it was a protest and joined on, and then about halfway through were like, wait a minute, this is no longer a protest, and then dipped, and then, like, the further across the country it went, the fucking weirder it got, uh, and it's not... It's and And anyone... Let me put it this way. If it wasn't for the the demographic let's say, of the people that are doing this so-called protest and what they've been doing blocking major trading routes and shit, if let's say it was some other demographics, this would have been over a very fucking long time ago and probably in a lot more violent manner than what this is going to go down with. I mean, with the fact that it's dragged out so long that that Trudeau finds or feels it necessary to slow burn the Emergency Act to fucking pull this one back, 
is so fucking crazy to me. Uh, if anyone else was doing it, man, it would have just been the RCMP and the police would have been sent in. And it just would have been people getting pulled out of fucking trucks and put in handcuffs and sent away. Um, I think it's fucking stupid. The irony is that even if it was a protest, is that all the stuff they're protesting for is irrelevant. By the time this protest is done, everyone's just outside doing their own shit. It doesn't fucking matter. Nobody, like, none of this, none of this makes any sense, which is why it's not a protest. It's more about some other nonsense, which is also why a bunch of money is coming up from different places in the states and whatnot but the emergency act itself i don't fucking care just make it go away i'm tired of hearing about the truckers uh i had to sit behind one at the timmy's the other day with the two fucking canada flags out the fucking back of this truck uh and he's just sitting there going he's got his fucking lights on he's the only one one person nobody else one dude the commitment was real. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and it's fucking pitch black outside still, and I'm just trying to get my fucking morning going, and there's one fucking dude with his flags and his fucking horn, and he's by himself. There's nobody else in the truck with him, and he's just like, man, 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 man. It's like, who are you trying to fucking win over, bro? People are just here for a coffee. Shut the fuck up and go home. And there's a great video, actually, that got posted. Uh, where there's a guy who was in, I think he's in Toronto or Ottawa, I can't remember which one. I want to say, given the accent, it sounded like it was in Ontario somewhere. And he's a guy standing on the balcony, and there's a bunch of them below, you know, honking their horns and shit, out below his balcony where he lives, right? And he just comes out, and he just fucking lays into him. He just comes out, and he just says, Go fuck the you, fuck, bud. yeah, fuck you, bud, go the fuck home, what the fuck are you doing here? And people are looking up at him like, oh, you know, we're trying to, no, and he actually screams like, nobody fucking cares, Go the fuck home. He's just like giving them all fingers. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Turns around. Fuck you. Fuck you. Go home. That's how 95% of the country feels right now. Fuck you. Go home. That's all they care about. So what do I think about the emergency act? Go for it. Send the fucking army in. Make them all think that we're getting into some sort of fucking like anarchy or not like anarchy, but some sort of like fucking uh, communist crazy shit. I don't fucking care. Just get them off the fucking road. If it was a protest, they could stand on the side of the road like everyone else and fucking wave signs. <laughs> That's my thoughts. What about you? Do you give a fuck? Uh, I mean, yes and no. Um, I'm, I, 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 I lean more towards your side where, you know, I, I'm... Okay, first off, I think Justin Trudeau's a dipshit. I think he's a fucking... Uh, he didn't, sure, he, yes. He will, he'll, never, he'll never, ever get a vote from me, ever. Uh, that guy's a complete, absolute dipshit fuck boy uh, to the 10th degree, all right? Our problem Just, was that the guy on the other side was worse. I don't, I, at this point, I don't know about that. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it is, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, Justin Trudeau is, is Trudeau. He uh, is an no, idiot. I am not a fan of him uh, I, at I, all. I, I'm not a huge fan myself. I, I used to be, I, I, I used to be like, okay, Sure. No. But you know, over this over COVID and this last couple of years, the guy is fucking he's just he's got an ego. He's just a guy, he's just a dipshit. Uh, he's got you know, great he's hair. Just, he's got awesome hair. He's got can't he's got deny good, the hair. He's got good genes, man, but like the guy's an idiot, man. Uh, <laughs> uh not a, I am not personally not a fan of Justin Trudeau. I was, kinda, um, but not not anymore. Um yeah, the convoy stuff, like, I'm for the convoy um, if they're doing it in a way that is not 
blocking bridges, <laughs> um, and and you know, uh, I'm I'm not the person that gets into this whole oh you know they're putting out swastikas and fucking uh, all this other shit. Like yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be outliers. I mean it's it's truckers. Okay, uh, I I just gonna go out and say it. Um, <laughs> Um, just going to paint that brush. Well, no, I'm not talking about like, here, here's the thing. It's, it's this, it's the same thing about, uh, Trump supporters in the South. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain type of demographic that like, um, are going to have some bad apples like all demographics. You know, you get a, you get a bunch of fucking black folk going out there. Uh, you know, look at, look at the black lives matter movement. I mean, them motherfuckers were burning down, uh, people's businesses and and everything else right but since it's truckers people automatically think that like hey there's somebody out with a with a confederate flag or swastika and uh you know they're painting the brush that they're all like that and the thing is, is they're all not like that and they're they're pointing at a small minority of people uh, which you will get in any type of movement, essentially, in any type of group. There's always going to be extremists, and there's going to be p- plants. There's going to be people that are going to go in there and try and hurt a cause to make it out to be something that it isn't so that the media can spin it in a certain way and get the cons- get the total consensus to go against whatever movement there is. That shit happens, man. Shit happens in the States. Shit happens in Canada. Shit happens everywhere. Well, like I said, there's a shitload Uh, of money and and some people that came across the border to be part of this, and it wasn't for the protest. Absolutely. 100%, right? Yeah. So, you know, you got a bunch of truckers that, like, are stereotyped to be a certain way, which I know many truckers. Um, Two of my tenants and the people that live in there are all truckers. They're all great people. They're all uh, law-abiding citizens. Uh, they they're, they ain't they ain't got Confederate flags hanging from the trucks and whatnot. Yeah, there's gonna be some bad apples, of course, right? The, you know, it's just like uh, they're painting this out to be something that it isn't. Um, you know, they're out there fighting because, or at least the freedom thing is is they want to have the freedom to choose if they want to get a vaccine or don't want to get a vaccine. They don't want mandates uh, on there. This vaccine passport or you need to have so many COVID shots to work and, um, you know, they're truckers to get, you know, they're, it's, it's basically, that's what this thing is supposedly all about. And I think in the heart of it, that's what this is about. Um, the, the truckers that are out there blocking people's ways so they can get to work and blocking trade or other truckers that are actually out there doing their job right now. Um, yeah, that shit is illegal and those motherfuckers should, should go to jail. Uh, they should lose their licenses. They should, uh, they should be arrested and fined. Um, their truck should be towed. Um, and they should get the fuck out of there because they're, you know, uh, doing that shit isn't going to get your politicians to, uh, suddenly remove mandates. It's just not how... Uh, to, in my opinion, you're asking for my opinion. I'm giving it well, to you. Well, it's not. It's wrong, not. Wor- it's not but, worked historically, so it's not going to suddenly start working no, now. I will say that there's been a lot of traction as of late. Um, you know, I think partly it has to do with this. Um, and you know, there are some political sides, specifically the con- conservative side, um, that are using this as a political tool, um, to support what they're doing. Um, 
you know, for votes. Um, and some some people actually believe this stuff too. Um, and I do too, to an extent. Uh, to to an extent, I'm also for no vaccine mandates. Um, I think it's anyway. I think it's ridiculous. Um, and I'll have a bunch of people scream at me for that too about oh, yeah, yeah, it's bad about other people. And I get it. Okay, <laughs> sure. I'm not here to have a debate about that, but. I'm not for vaccine mandates. There's a lot of people that hear it's like, I don't give a fuck. Put a jab in my thing. Let me show you my card. I don't really care. But there are a lot of people that do care about that. And just because you're not, just because you're not for vaccine mandates, does not mean you're an anti-vaxxer, right? There's tons of people that are vaccinated like myself and boosted like myself that are not for uh, mandates. Uh, People should have the right to choose what they want to do with their body and what they want to put in their body. Doesn't really matter. It's just plain and simple. Um, and I think that that's what these truckers are fighting for. And when you got big amounts of trucks and you got people that are bringing in and things throughout all of COVID, you know, the unsung heroes, kind of like your nurses and your CCAs and your, uh, grocery store workers and people that are actually out there, uh, doing shit. Um, they're just saying, Hey, uh, we're, we're, we're done with this. We're going to go on a strike, so to speak. We're going to drive all these trucks and make a bunch of fucking noise. Uh, and piss off a lot of people. And I think to a degree it's working. Um, I think to the ones that are breaking the law, yeah, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm up on that balcony saying, fuck, bro, if that was my backyard and that's all I fucking heard, I'd be losing my fucking mind. I'd be on the back <laughs> balcony too saying, go fuck yourself. Um, so, you know, I support what they're, what the, the ones that are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. I condemn all of those idiots that are adding uh, flags and hate speech and ruining memorials and doing some dumb shit, whether they're plants or you've got your extremists on one side or making truckers look bad. Um, yeah, fuck those people. Man, fuck them all. Uh, you know, that ain't the way to do it. But for everybody else that's doing it uh, and doing it the right way, I mean, 90% of Canada's vaccinated. 90, nine zero. Close to that. What, I, double I, I, double vax is like 83 or something it's like 90% that. 90% of Canadians are vaccinated, all right? End the shit. Let's get back to life. You, you know, it's, it's, it, that, that's, that's what this is all about here. It's 90%. It's been two years, 90 fucking percent. And if they think 90% are going to get boosted, they're insane. They're actually, in, they're, they're in, it's insanity. So, you know, this is what Justin Trudeau's doing. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that this guy, you know, obviously just got reelected in here. So we're going to see him for a while. But, uh, you know, I think after all of this is done, this is going to be his last oorah. And then I, I think that's going to be the show for him. But uh, I'm on the side of it's free speech. Go out there, do what you need to do. But once you hit a certain hour of the nighttime, stop with the fucking horns. Stop blocking up all these uh, fucking barricades and different shit like that. It's fucking crazy. That shit is just crazy as hell. And that, yeah, and that's the problem is that is that I'd have to ask some people that are closer to it, that are seeing it with their eyeballs and not through the lens of, of the news, um, what that really is looking like, how many of them are just honest to God protesting as you would expect people to protest versus how many people are doing all the other shit and i would have i because at this point like it's hard to 
Um, I mean, you're only seeing what media is showing you, right? That's and what, and that's what yeah, I'm saying. Is I have to ask you. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I have to be like, call, you know, call up some friends in Toronto and be like, all right, like, what is it? What's it actually? What's what's actually going on there, right? Uh, versus just because it's going to be a hyper a, a hyper realized version when it hits the the news. Um, I do personally think that at this point in the game, there are more people in the fucked up category than the honest god protesting i think a lot of the original protesting part happened earlier on and now that's petered off a bit uh but at the same time for me um it's unfortunate like the unfortunate part is that you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to how is it you're not going to be able to pick and choose with great accuracy the people out of there yeah the whole movement has to just be fucking quelled at this point because it's gotten to the point where it where it's gotten out of hand well, uh, if you were, if you I, I were going to this- like if you were going to go in and be picky choosy you needed to do that early and get the people out uh, of the fucking way and let the people that were just protesting protest but either way i, I agree with you i if you and like that's why i said if they were doing it as you would expect a protest to happen. I think that's what most within, people are doing, bro. That's the, fine. the problem is, is the media is spinning it to be uh, worse than what it is. It's not good when they're blocking certain things. You don't do that, period. Yeah. But they're making this out to be a radical, you know, it, it's all become this political shit to, to get people to calm the fuck down uh, because, you know, there's a lot of people. It's not even just the truckers, man. Everyday Canadians are just tired of lockdowns and mandates they're 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 part of they're screaming out to stop the fucking madness already it's like move forward give us give us a a a plan on what the fuck is going on because 90 percent of us are vaccinated bro fuck off like that's that's like this is me now saying fuck off open this shit up already go fuck yourself like that's how i feel like that's that's where I'm at, and that's what a lot of Canadians are at, is because they're over it, man. They're over it. They've done everything that the government asked, and some. And, like, all the science is saying, open the shit back up. And this guy is saying, no, bro. His, his rebuttal for everything is, Canadians just keep getting vaccinated. It's like, bro, you want 100% of us to do it? Is that what you want? This is never going to happen. Yeah, so I'm not... That's, I'm not- I'm not crazy. on the. I'm not on. I'm not on like vaccine mandates where they could feel like the in perpetuity just start start moving the po- the goalpost of like how many vaccines before you go, uh, because otherwise then you then you're asking why why, and this is not to compare. Full disclosure, the flu and COVID because those are wildly different fucking things. Even if you're vaccinated, but all the same, the question would then become why aren't you then mandating? The flu uh, for shot. that kind of for that kind of stuff um yeah the the i'm happy at least with our province where we've set what you asked for it's yes. what's our goal thank we you have we have a we've roadmap. gotten lucky here is that even yeah. though we've been in lockdown several times we always have a roadmap and within reason it's always played out that way and when and when the situation called for it if we had to change then it was changed because there were multiple times where it was getting way out of hand and we couldn't keep up. Uh, and so we had to make some changes. And so I don't have sure. any like that. Trudeau 
in his in at a mandate at a national level is a different fucking bag of worms. I don't think it's necessary at this point unless there was the only way that it becomes more necessary. The only way in in which because mandates were, were would have been a thing to go with a year and a half ago when everyone's getting plastered and the hospitals are full and there's just bodies fucking anywhere they could stick them. That's when you need them. Now that we're getting over an Omicron wave in most places in in the world um, that had had it because it spread so quickly, if you're on the peak and on the other side of it now, whether people are vaccinated or not, we will get leveled to the point where hospitals aren't overflowed. Here in our province, which is always how I look at it because I try not to look at like beyond that i just like what is it like here for us our hospitals are still we're still over 100 percent capacity at this today as of today we're still over 100 percent capacity and a lot and and the majority of that is because of covid patients in the hospital so until until we're not like ringing it out at over 100 percent capacity that's why we have a game plan here in this province where we are slowly opening things because if we just fucking rip the band-aid off then our 105% capacity becomes 125 or 130 and then you get a whole different fucking bag of worms to deal with because we're trying to get back to a point where people that aren't sick with covid can go back in and get their treatments people with cancer people with other critical illnesses that need you know, dialysis, things of that nature. Thankfully, some dialysis can be done at home, but things that people can't get in for because of it, we need to slowly get to that point. And thankfully, at least here, our leadership has gotten to that point. Mandates, bit fucking weird to me at this point. The trucker thing, just start, whether you needed the emergency act or not, I don't fucking care. Just start arresting people you like you would. It. You didn't like, need it. You didn't need it. Justin Trudeau's just, uh, is, is, is putting, he's putting his dick on the table and saying, I run this country, motherfuckers. You ain't... You know, I'm not. I'm not going to negotiate with, uh, with with this craziness. He won't even talk to these guys uh, and gals that are out there. I'm all for the truckers, man. I support everything they're doing right now, but the ones that are waving flags and you know doing hate speech and all that shit, whether yeah, they're plants or not, that's a fucking problem. And everybody in the in the protest needs to call these guys out for their actions, uh, condemn them from doing it, and the ones that are blocking the stuff, the protesters need to tell them as well. Don't do that shit and have the cops go in there and fucking confiscate their stuff and get the fuck off the street. It's just that simple. And that and that's what really should just already be happening at this it point. And, the pro- just and, and, you, and you know what though? That's partially in fairness to Trudeau, that's actually more of a provincial issue than it is a federal issue because the provinces are within full power to have just sent the RCMP yeah. and police from that province in and said, look, this is the line that we draw. You can't block the road. You can stand on the side and wave signs all day. Hell, we'll even let you hawk horns between this hour and this hour. But you can't be breaking the law. Yep. You can protest like everyone else has protested before you. But if you're pushing the line, we can't That's have it. it. That's the show. That's so the it's, show. Par- it's partially provincial. It's the mandate coming down from a federal height is is the federal, obviously. But yeah, this is uh, unfortunately, and maybe this is part of why the provinces haven't over over or reacted the way they have, is because they don't want the political blowback of being yeah. the ones to send people in until the federal government comes in and does this. Now all the provincial uh, premiers can say, "Hey, wasn't me." It's Trudeau, man. It was Trudeau, yeah, man. Oh, call, for this. You want to get angry at somebody? Get That's angry at Trudeau. And they will. They, <laughs> they will. Trust me. They they will. So, 
Yeah, it's a, it's, uh, it's, it is it's, a it is a gong show for it's, sure. It's a fucking gong show and a half. I don't know what Trudeau's problem is. Uh, I don't know why he's hell bent on continuing to put us through uh, these things. I don't get it. Uh, but I'm not a politician, and I also don't have the weight of the world on my shoulders dealing with an entire country in a pandemic. So it's yeah. easy for me to to you know criticize and fucking you know throw stones at him. It's not like I could do the job any better. So, you know, there I There hasn't guess, been a but, politician that hasn't had more than a handful of controversies. Yeah, but it just guy, hasn't happened. Yeah, this this guy this guy's on one right now though, bro. And you can tell he's like you can tell he's upset, man. The shit he's saying and stuff, like he's annoyed as fuck. He's just I don't know, man. He's Honestly, just being on a one. prime minister through the midst of all this or a president or whatever, I'd probably be on the fu- I'm on the edge and I'm a citizen. Yeah. I can only imagine how fucking how many drugs they would need to pump into me to keep my blood pressure within check if I'm running a country and like I'm looking at it like early on when everything was so crazy, like you mentioned, like 90, 90% of the population has at least a shot, a single shot in their arm, right? Yeah. But for a long time, it wasn't like that shit happened fucking like immediately. And as the a leader of a free country where we have all these vaccines that we ordered, we were, were, were swimming in them. It was the irony of, like, the Western world turning their nose up at all these vaccines and, like, all of these poor countries that couldn't get their hands on vaccines screaming, please, God, please give us some... Va- please, for the love of Christ, we need some vaccines over here. We don't have the healthcare systems to keep up with this shit. We need the vaccines. And over here, people were like, man, I can't do it. I just can't go for the vaccine. So I was like, Prime Minister, I'd be like, ah! Ah! Yeah, but you know, yeah, but also as a but also as a prime minister, like I can I can feel the frustration. But also as a prime minister, you gotta understand, like people comparing a third world country to first world country when when this is the type of freedoms and stuff that you that you, that you live by and you're used to. I'm not, I'm not talking about yeah. mandates. I'm just saying yeah. like making it available and having people still be like. Yeah, but you know, nah. yeah, but they're also taking a look at it. and They're like, shit, you know, over ninety nine percent of us are going to be totally fine with this, totally. And then they're like, well, you need to get it for the person beside you. Then, then the science changes. It's like, okay, well, actually, you, you, you really, you know, it, you can still spread it, even though, you know, you get it. it, it just, it, it's just a constant thing. And then people go, people go, okay, well, then why in the fuck did I, did I do this before when now this has changed? And I told you that this is how, what I thought, even though I wasn't educated, I was just saying this because I wanted to say it and I just didn't believe mm. the government. And the government wasn't really even fully know what the fuck is going on, and this is all new to everybody. So I get the skeptic, the people being uh, a skeptic of 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 these new vaccines, and some people don't want to put the stuff in their body. Some people are a- actual anti-vaxxers. Some people wanted to see it go a lot longer. You know, uh, some people just are saying, "Hey, I'm fucking asymptomatic. I, I'm young, healthy. You know, I, I've had worse flus than I have COVID, and to expect everybody to just do." whatever it is that you want the country to do is crazy. It's just crazy. And I'm pro vaccine, man. I, I tell everybody get your vaccine shots. I think everybody should go get your fucking vaccine shot, but like don't shit down someone's throat because they personally don't want to get the vaccine shot. It's their choice. And I, if people can't respect that, then that says more about you than it does themselves. They don't want to well, get their choice for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. They don't have to. They could be this 99 is, years old. It's a Nine. really it's a really crazy and I'm sure there will be and there already is talks now cuz from a political standpoint when you are running countries around the world and you have these morality 
calls to make, right? Where, um, where there, there is a line, like, let's say, let's say that we never brought vaccines to bear and we just said 99% of us will be whatever okay is supposed to mean. Um, and you don't have no, and you have no, you have no restrictions, no vaccines. I think the, well, I, it's not that I'd think it's the, it's, it's pretty much every statistic would have shown that we would have had in, in Canada and the U S and in most of Europe as, as the biggest examples, like the UK complete healthcare collapse and a lot more dead people, like an enormous amount of dead of people. Of course. Listen, the vaccines work, man. The yeah. vaccines work. I'm happy that, you know, we've got scientists so, and people that may see, manage so to where, get this Where shit. I'm nobody's, going with that nobody's is that refuting, it's a, it, nobody's, nobody's Well, saying, a lot of people are refuting not, the, not epic, as many, the efficacy. Listen, I think a lot of people are, are, yeah, of course. I mean, we're talking about the entire globe. Okay, yeah. so like, yes, there is yeah. millions, probably hundreds of millions of people collectively that well, want, in, no, in the u.s no. i still think there's like 35 almost 35 percent that still aren't going for it at this oh, point and good good for them it's their choice it's their it's their choice that's the thing that's the, yes that's no the, i i get i'm not disagreeing like look what I'm, what I'm saying this is not a me opinion thing i'm just saying this what that makes this conversation interesting and why people will have to philosophically talk about this for many years because it, it eventually affects the philosophy behind it does affect political like decision making is if you're staring down the barrel of of um of collapse medical collapse and the solution is something that does unfortunately or or a possible solution if your population doesn't uptake on its own a possible solution is the mandating of something like a vaccine to stop the collapse to then it becomes the classic it's like the railroad thing it's do i pull this thing and i kill x people it's less but i'm still going to kill people on the other side or do i just let the shit go uh and leave it up to the winds uh and it's it, it's a it's the it's an old old discussion and it just applies to this where it's it's a very harrowing thing it makes it even worse that money is involved invariably right like it's like got Oh, Very tons rich. of money, tons of money, tons and tons and tons and tons of money. And yet the vaccines work clearly. Yeah. And obviously lots of people, if you can make a vaccine and, and you have billions of doses that have now been put in arms and it hasn't wiped out 300 million people because the vaccines are, are safe. It's been a year and a half, <laughs> but yeah, we don't know what, we'd have no idea what long-term effects well we do we do know we at least know that long covid is documented on a two-year scale and it's really not good like permanent organ damage uh and even people that are double vax getting omicron having months of uh sleeping 17 hours a day or more because they physically can't get out of bed and other ailments being heightened because of the of the disease it's a it's a crazy and this is it like and you you alluded to this as well is that throughout this pandemic and still ongoing now science changes because we learn as we go nobody has all the answers but yet you still have to act on what information you have at any given time 
you can't wait for it all to play out and then use hindsight to then make all the most sensible, efficient, and appropriate decisions. You have to act on what information you had at any, uh, uh, have at any given time. And that's constantly fucking changing. And so no matter what happens here, more than a few people are going to get blame laid on them for decisions they made with the information they had that ended up being not optimal. Or even worse, perhaps really bad. Thankfully, we haven't had a lot of really bad. We've had mostly it's not optimal. For example, two and a half years into the pandemic or two years in the pandemic, still hanging on federal mandates is a not optimal decision. Just like, just like, for example, um, uh, many of the of the restrictions that we had, I'll use the local example again, because that's the best thing for me to do, because I know more about it. Just like there were uh, our previous premier made a not optimal decision to open wide up for March break, and then it crippled our fucking hospital for three or four months afterwards, where we had to lock down even harder. Because people wanted to be opened up for that period of time and it came back to bite us. And then you blame what? You blame the premier. And then the premier steps down and you get a new guy in. So there's there's a... uh, I will be very interested to see globally because if anything... And this is me as an opinion now. if if, If anything has shown that the world has gotten very small now, this pandemic has shown that, right? Something that's happening in China or elsewhere, any transportation lines, the whole world feels the ramifications. Travel is huge. The way this thing spread and spread quickly is because people fly every day in the millions. And so there are going to be political changes and global decisions amongst nations to come up with solutions so that whenever this happens again which it will because almost like clockwork every hundred years there's a pandemic of some kind globally how does the world react to it then what lessons did we learn on this one because this is the first really true pandemic that's happened in the modern era with where it's so easily spread between nations whereas before something could happen it could be relatively contained but this one it was just like fucking what just the whole globe got hit right so it'll be very fun to see how that turns out. I don't. I say fun lightly because it's going to be an incredible... I don't envy the people that are going to have to make policy surrounding this shit. That's a nightmare. They're, you don't win that. You don't get a... You don't fucking win, but you still have to make some sort of choice uh, to, to, uh, to make the, uh, 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 the... You know, ideally the most optimal move. So yeah, very, very challenging. And as you can see, to to wrap this up, I guess, before we go too long here, as you can see, is that when you start talking about it, to give you an idea, it it should make you think that the moment you mention one thing in the pandemic, it leads you down a massive road of domino, right? You talk about one thing, vaccine mandate, because uh, in regards to truckers and, and the protests with the truckers. Then you hit vaccine mandates, and then you're talking federally, but then what about provincially? And then you talk about timelines, and you talk about the science behind it, and what does that mean? And what does it mean now, versus what does it mean six months ago? What does it mean for your neighboring country? What does it mean for the country uh, across the pond, etc., etc.? It's a fucking rat's nest. And so, I think it's a mild miracle that, that we came out of this to the point that we're at now, as we have. Yes, people made money. That's not going to change. Guess what? They're going to make I don't care. even I, I, more I, I, money. Listen. Hey, listen, Lots man. and lots and lots people, and lots and lots and lots of money. 
People came out and created something that saves millions of lives, potentially. Um, it's, it's probably worth we, a few dollars. Sure, pay them. <laughs> <laughs> pay them all the money in the world. I mean, probably fuck, worth it. a few dollars. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, but I do know um, I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of talking Every, about COVID. Everyone is tired I'm of this shit, it. bro. I'm over it. I'm done. Nobody wakes up and uh, goes, fuck yeah, pandemic yeah, time. Some people do, man. Whoa. Some people do. Some people do. Some people love this fucking world we're in right now. They love this chaos, bro. They fucking love this well, shit. I they guess love, everyone, they some men arguing, like to see the world burn. They love arguing about this shit, bro. They love picking a side. They love fucking, uh, you know, they, 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 there are, man. There's some people that fucking feed off this garbage, man. I'm they just, would be I'm, psychologically compromised if that was the case. Fucking, they are psychologically compromised, man. Get me the fuck out of here, man. I'm, I'm over this shit. And when it, you know, so yeah, truckers, do your thing, man. Protest. I stand with you. Fuck these mandates. I'm over these mandates. Um, but fuck all these truckers that are going there and ruining people's, uh, livelihoods and fucking shit up, making shit worse on a logistical scale. Shame on you and all the racist cunts out there that are doing some dumb ass shit and fucking shit up. Fuck off as well. And I hope, I hope every one of you all get fucking, get, get fined and jailed for your, for your crazy, for your fucking crazy shit, man. And everybody else go get vaccinated. <laughs> just, just get, be done with this. Just get, just get in. Get, just be done with it. And if you don't, I'm not gonna hate on you for it. It's your choice. Unless the government tells you you have to do it, then still your choice. But you're gonna have a consequence when you don't. I, it, it is, it is, alar- it is alarming when you see like the statistics of who's in a hospital, and you see that like 30, 33, 34 percent, at least here again, this Nova Scotia is unvaccinated but then you realize that that 33 percent is only from 10 percent of the population that that isn't that isn't vaccinated so they're disproportionately just fucking huge so if you want to go to the hospital and spend some time there uh get some other health care maybe you need like an x-ray or like a scan and you don't want to wait nine months and you're in canada and you want to wait a long time great thing just go to the hospital you can do what i did you can do what i did go private and spend 700 dollars on a on a godforsaken uh ultrasound because i just didn't want to wait six nine months you can so, now nah, fuck and this. even then you can still wait three months to get a hand on, on a fucking ultrasound sometimes well, I, got, I got in four days really so yeah four, okay four when, days. I was, when i was looking to be fair mine was earlier in the year they were booking like uh they were booking i think three or four weeks out uh, no, for I, me when i was gonna do, get mine i booked on a, actually i booked on a friday i was in on a tuesday so yeah four i mean they're not open on weekends so really it was like two days it's pretty good it's damn good it's not bad but once well, again, not everybody can go and get a six hundred dollar, seven hundred dollar no. thing, and you got to go through, uh, you know, uh, your the regular ass. I wonder healthcare. what that costs in the U.S. to get an, uh, to get a uh, to get an ultrasound. Oh, probably four thousand dollars. Because it's private. Because you're talking about private, like, but it's still, yeah. I guess, partially. Everything is like pretty much private in the U.S. You know. Yeah. Degree, so right? like, you know, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, either way, ladies and gentlemen. It's another Tech Health Podcast. Thanks for stopping by and listening. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. We'll see you guys next week for more of whatever the fuck this is. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have actual questions next week. Because <laughs> I'll remember to post to Paul remember to post it. Keep all those questions in hand. And until then, guys, stay safe out there. Get vaccinated. Fuck the illegal truckers. Everyone else being okay. Continue on. Carry on. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.